0: Welcome to the Erie First Podcast, the weekly message series featuring Pastor Nicole Schreiber. Today we're kicking off a new series called Spirit Lead Me, where Pastor Nicole is going to explore how we can experience more of the Holy Spirit. What does the Holy Spirit do? What are the gifts of the Spirit? What is the baptism of the Holy Spirit and how can we receive it? And in what ways can we experience more of the Holy Spirit when we worship? Pastor Nicole is starting off this series with the basics. Who is the Holy Spirit? What does it mean when Jesus says that God will send a helper or an advocate to journey with us through our lives? That's what she's going to discuss and so much more. So let's get started with our new series. Here's Pastor Nicole.
1: The other Saturday, I was home with my family and we wanted to make no-bake cookies. Always a good decision. So I said to the girls, grab the iPad and Google the recipe. Some of you might know the recipe for no-baked cookies, but I don't know it off the top of my head. So we did that. Then a few hours later, we had to buy some shoes uh, for the girls. And so I Googled on my phone the hours of when the store was open, because that's always different now after COVID, right? All the the hours are different. Then later that night, uh, Joel and I were trying to watch a movie, but we won't always check the rating, right, of the movie. And so I punched that question into Google, and it told me. And I realized Google has really changed my life as I know it. Anybody else? Like anything I want to see, anything that I want to um, know about, it gives me unbelievable access to information. You can search for anything and it will give you some kind of answer. I'm not saying it's the right answer, okay? But it'll give you some kind of answer. And I mean anything. Okay, so I did some like random searches just to make you laugh today, so don't let me down. Okay, right, so here's some I found. 26 easy meals you can cook at home during an apocalypse. <laughs> that's on Google. Like, if the internet is still working during the apocalypse, you are in good shape. All right, how about this one? Why isn't 11 pronounced one eighty one? Am I the only one that's ever wondered that? I mean, okay. Um, it had some answers for us there. Uh, here's the last one. How to be friends with a crow? Okay. I thought, Google can tell you, starting with, first, find food that the crow seems to like. Okay, so these people are laughing. The rest of you, I don't know. All right, anyway. But Google is not the information. It simply gives you access to the information. And it's amazing what you can learn from the power of Google. So I want to read to you a scripture. Just before Jesus died, he encouraged his disciples with this in John 14, 16 through 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit. And listen, if we think Google is a powerful and we can't live without it, the power of the Holy Spirit is even more amazing. And the power of the Holy Spirit is available to you. It gives you access and availability to the complete and total access to who God is. That's what the power of the Holy Spirit is. So for the next few weeks, we'll be diving into experiencing more of the Holy Spirit. I'm so excited for this series. I've been thinking about it for a lot of months, and I've been praying that you receive it with an open heart. Um, Last Sunday was Pentecost Sunday. It was 50 days after Easter. And um, as I thought it through, I really wanted to start the series this week, so we waited just one week, but I want to talk about that. This whole month is going to talk about... um, Holy Spirit and Pentecost, and on Pentecost Sunday, uh, we remember when Jesus sent the Holy Spirit to dwell with us and help us, and in fact, um, we bought some of these magazines from the Assemblies of God. They're called Pentecostals, all right? I want you to pick one up on your way out, maybe one for your family that has has a lot of um, cool information in it about the Holy Spirit. And so these are at the Next Step Center on your way out. Grab one for your family. Um, These are something the Assemblies of God put out for Pentecost Sunday. So make sure you grab one of those. And at the end of this series, on June 25th, we're going to have a special dinner and worship night. So you got one of these as you came in the door. Mark your calendar um, because we're gonna start at 4 p.m. at the summit. We have a special guest coming in, Justin Morell and we're gonna be discussing 10 rules of the supernatural. We're gonna have dinner together. Uh, We have this guest coming, and then uh, we're gonna have a worship night at six o'clock right here in the sanctuary. Come to both. If you can't come to both, come to at least the worship night at 6 o'clock right here in the sanctuary. There also will be kids' worship, and as you saw, it's an incredible, uh, we have an incredible team of people that teach people how to, teach kids how to worship, and so uh, in the chapel for kids K through fifth grade. So mark your calendar now, because you really, really want to be here for the end of this um, series. Also, on the back of this card, I just gave you um, several book recommendations for the Holy Spirit, books that I've read, books that I would recommend, if you want to pick one of those up this month and also just um, add to what you're learning, we can never teach everything in 35 minutes on a Sunday morning, um, so you want to grab one of these books and make that your summer reading um, this week or this this summer, this month, and um, we really want to dive into the topic of the Holy Spirit. Sound good? All right, turn to the person next to you and say, I'll be there. I'll see you there. <laughs> All right. Really, my prayer um, for this series is that it would bring a heightened awareness to the presence of God. Um, It's kind of like, have you ever walked through a department store or uh, the mall or whatnot, and the person you um, are with starts singing along to the song that's playing over the speakers, okay? And you're like, I didn't even realize there was music in this store, And we had like, you're just like one track mind. You're trying to get your errand done. And then all of a sudden you're aware of that song and then you start singing it. Well, the Lord kind of gave me that picture that I'm praying that during this month, during this series, as we're talking about the Holy Spirit, that it would bring a heightened awareness of the presence of God, that Everyday normal things, you get like that rock star parking spot at Wegmans. You're like, wow, this is the Holy Spirit. Gave me this, this parking spot, right? You're in a place and, and maybe something happens to you and God says, hey, I'm trying to talk to you here through this, through that. That you would have a heightened awareness of the presence of God. And so I want to ask you to join me in praying that for your life. That God would help you see the ways that the Holy Spirit is working and the ways that the Holy Spirit uh, is working in your life even if you're not seeing it. All right, sound good? So let's, uh, let me go back to that John 14, 16 verse that I started with, and it says this, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. Okay, say the word advocate. So that word means helper, and that word in Greek implies someone who is just like me, someone who is taking my place. The Holy Spirit is just like Jesus, Can you imagine if you could do life with Jesus walking beside you, physically, at every moment? Just imagine for a minute. You could ask him about your issues at home. You could have a conversation with someone and look at Jesus and be like, was that good? What should I say here? Like, how did that go? You could cry on his shoulder when you had a hard day. Uh, He could swat that brownie out of your hand when you're trying to diet, you know, get out of there, right? Like, sometimes I need Jesus to do that for me. But having the Holy Spirit gives you that same benefit. You might not be able to see him, but he is present with you as anyone ever could be and more. Now, that word advocate or helper in Greek is the word paraclete. Now, uh, we all know what a parasite is, right? You know what a parasite is, I have a little picture here, you can put it up. Parasites, bad. Okay, bad. Parasites make your body do yucky things. Okay, anybody? I will not expand. Um, a parasite is a living entity that attaches itself to you to suck the life from you. Okay, it can't live without you. It can't survive unless it takes from you. So the word helper here is the opposite of a parasite. It's a paraclete. A paraclete is a living entity that attaches to you to add life to you. You see that? The opposite. The Holy Spirit is a paraclete. The Holy Spirit lives without you. Okay, It does not need you to exist. But the Holy Spirit exists without any help from you or me. And the Holy Spirit adds to us. The Holy Spirit strengthens us. He infuses his thoughts into us. He releases to us his emotions, joy, love, peace, patience. You need a little bit more patience, the Holy Spirit can add it to you. You need more joy. You need more hope. You need more strength. The Holy Spirit adds to you. He gives us what we need at the moment. The Holy Spirit adds life to us. Now, here's some really great news. And Bree touched on it this morning in the word the Lord gave her. Every person who believes in Jesus and accepts Christ as their Savior receives this companionship from the Holy Spirit. So once you say, yes, Lord, be Lord of my life, I repent of my sin, and I believe in you, the Holy Spirit comes into you. And the Holy Spirit dwells within your life at the moment you confess Christ as your Lord and Savior. And he takes your dead soul and he makes it alive. Okay, that's what the Holy Spirit does. He adds life to you because your heart is already dead in sin. And if you have never made that decision, this is the first step. And you can take that step today, directly following this message. Before you leave today, uh, come to the tables to my right and to my left. There is going to be people there who can pray with you. And they can talk to you about accepting Christ as your personal Savior. Because access to the Holy Spirit, everything I'm going to talk about today, comes through a personal relationship with Jesus. If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, then the Holy Spirit can't add things to you. Okay? So that's the first step. Make sure that you figure that out today and make that right today so that you can have access to everything that the Holy Spirit offers. The instant he does that, you know it deep inside of you. Okay, the scripture says in Romans 8:16, "The Spirit who's inside of you when you accept the Christ testifies with our spirit that we are God's children." There's a connection. Okay, there's a vibe. (laughs) Uh, There's a knowing. Your spirit knows that now you have the Holy Spirit inside of you adding to you. And the moment you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit immediately begins to give you the capacity to be a better person than you were before. He releases all that he is to you. He adds to you. So what I want to talk about today for the remainder of my time is three things that the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, adds to our life when he's in it. There's a lot more than three, but I just picked three today just to talk about three things I felt like uh, led to talk about that the Holy Spirit can add to our life. So the first thing is this. The Holy Spirit adds freedom. Freedom. Romans 8, one through two says, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Since God, the father does not condemn Jesus, neither can the father condemn those who are in Jesus. So if you have confessed Christ as your savior, you've accepted him into your heart, you are not condemned. You will not be condemned and you cannot be condemned. If you are one with Jesus and he is our head, we can't be condemned. You can't acquit the head and condemn the hand. You can't drown the foot as long as the head is out of the water, right? You see that analogy? If you're a believer in Jesus, the verdict is no condemnation. That's the verdict. Yeah, give God thanks for that. And we receive this kind of glorious declaration. We receive it that we deserve condemnation. We, we receive the standing because Jesus bore the condemnation we deserved, and our identity is now in him. And as he is condemned no more, neither are we. Now listen, sometimes we can walk around with these really heavy regrets. I know it well. And we have a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda feelings. Anybody, anybody out there, you know what I'm saying? Like our past can sneak up on us. Our past all the time tries to talk us out of our future, And the enemy can use that shame and that guilt to get you to stumble and get you to slow down and get you to sit out and get you out of the purposes that God has for your life. Listen, guilt and shame can really catch up to us and it can even birth behaviors in us like anxiety and depression. Sometimes the anxiety and depression that we feel is because we are living under the condemnation that we don't even have to. And the Holy Spirit of God says this, the reality is nothing you say or do can change the things of your past. But you can make choices today to determine your future. And the Holy Spirit brings freedom. You don't have to conjure it up. You don't have to earn it. You just have to take it. And the Holy Spirit brings freedom. I've heard it explained this way before, and some of you need to write this down. If you are a believer in Jesus, your past was bought and paid for. It's not even yours anymore. Jesus bought it with his blood and your past is now his and therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit brings freedom. How many of you would say this morning, I need the Holy Spirit, my advocate, to bring me freedom? To shake your hand, raise your hand, just show me right now. Yes, Lord, we need more freedom today. All right, second, Holy Spirit adds peace. You know, having a sound mind or a peaceful mind comes from the Holy Spirit. And so whatever space in your life that God gets fully, okay, track with me here, whatever space you give God fully, the parts of your life that you let God into fully, those spaces have peace because Holy Spirit is there and he adds peace. Okay. He brings the peace. You don't have to, you don't have to decide where to go get it. He brings it. And the parts of your life where the Holy Spirit is uh, sometimes maybe not welcome or the parts that you think to yourself, you know what, I'll just figure this part out on myself. Like this is the part I'll figure out are usually the places where we don't have peace. Now, we don't intentionally, I think, do that. Okay, if you're a believer in Jesus, again, there's no condemnation. Okay, so like connect these two together. We don't intentionally, but there's been a lot of times in my life that I've had anxiety or fear or worry about something. And the Holy Spirit of God has very gently said to me, yeah, I get that. That's because you still think you're in charge of that part. Like you still think that you're the one who gives your breath in your lungs every single day. And you still think you're the one who can parent your kid so that she uh, loves the Lord her whole life. And you still think it's your way to make sure the church runs every, the way that it should. And you still think that it's your to take care of the complainer. And it's yours to take care of the person that comes against you. And that the enemies are your to deal with. And God says, no, 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 no. Would you please give that to me? Because that's where I can add the peace in. And so what happens is we don't intentionally keep that away from the Lord, but it is a good indicator that the Holy Spirit isn't ruling and reigning in the parts of your life that you're fearful and worried about. So what are those things? What are those areas of your life that aren't peaceful? What uncontrollable circumstance, what unchangeable person, what unanticipated problem is stealing your peace? Here's how the Holy Spirit of God adds peace often. The Holy Spirit helps you accept what you can't control. In John 14, that same chapter we started with a few verses later, it says this, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Even when the world is troubled and your heart is troubled, God can bring you peace through his spirit. Your situation does not need to change for the Holy Spirit to add peace to your life. This is what he offers. He helps you accept that you can't control every moving part of your existence. You're just not that powerful. But once the Holy Spirit helps you accept that you're not in charge, He then can help you surrender to God's control. Holy Spirit helps you surrender to God's control. When we trust God more, Christ grows larger in us and our old selves grow smaller. And so letting go control makes room in our hearts for God to be Lord of our lives. You know, sometimes we don't have a peace of mind because we're actually fighting against God. And when we live in obedience to God rather than struggling against him, we have peace in our hearts and we live in his protection. I want to show you Psalm 119, Uh, must be 65. I have 165 in my notes, but that's not right. Great peace have those who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. Those who surrender to God's control have great peace And we can have a confident trust in God, even when our minds or flesh are telling us otherwise. The Holy Spirit will help us trust God. The Holy Spirit will remind you of what God did for you in the past and what he can do again. Okay, so I wonder how many are here today that would agree with me, because I would say this about my own life, that you need more peace in circumstances right now. You need the Holy Spirit to add peace to your life in some situation that you're dealing with. All right, awesome. Here's the third one. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the one who adds to your life, the Holy Spirit brings closeness. I want to read 2 Corinthians 13, 14. It's a benediction or a prayer um, that is being written. And it says, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So what does that fellowship of the Holy Spirit mean? Well, it means the Holy Spirit wants friendship, closeness, intimacy. He is a catalyst for helping us understand that God is not some distant deity that we can't connect with. He wants a personal, intimate friendship with us. He's always wanted that type of relationship. At creation, God breathed breath of life into Adam and he started a relationship with humanity. At the cross, Jesus died so we could be forgiven and in right relationship with him. And now he's preparing a place in heaven so we can be eternally in relationship with him. God is all about relationship. He's just trying to get in relationship with us. He's trying to get us to be close to him. He's already making plans that we're not aware of so we can intersect with him in our lives. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit involves sharing our lives in communion with him. It's opening the deepest parts of our personality, our thoughts and our motives and our feelings and our decisions to the influence and direction of the Holy Spirit. You can talk to God about anything, even your sin. I think sometimes we think to ourselves, oh, we just got to hide that part. I mean, God doesn't like that part. And God's, God knows it anyway, right? It's like your mom when you try to hide anything from her. Okay, my, my kids know that. So go to the Lord with it. Say, look, I, am, I don't even know how to get out of this mess. God wants to talk to you about every single thing. And when we do this, the Holy Spirit brings us closer to God, to Jesus, to him. And this fellowship, this closeness helps us uh, to even avoid those sins against the Holy Spirit. Because then we're not, we're motivated to not break the heart of God. We don't want to hurt the Holy Spirit because we are so close to Him. It's like a friend. You never want to hurt your friend, right? Your family. Like you, you, you never want to do that. And so when, as the Holy Spirit gets close to you, you have this motivation in your heart that I don't want to hurt the heart of God. It, it, it goes out of that religion and those rules of who we're supposed to be, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and it comes down to Jesus Christ is my Savior and my friend, and I would never betray him by doing those things. You see how that it just completely changes the heart and the motivation of what our hearts are for, and closest with the Holy Spirit develops the character traits that reflect the fruit of the Spirit, You know, sometimes we just feel really far from the Lord uh, for all kinds of reasons. But God says, look, I want to be close to you. I want to have a relationship with you. And I want you to reflect who I am, more loving, more joyful, more peaceful, and more patient. So today, um, would anyone here say, yeah, I feel a little disconnected from God. I feel like he's far away and I need more of the fruit of the spirit. I want more intimacy with God. Would you just raise your hand bravely? So good. Thank you. So good. Thank you for being honest about that. You feel the gap, and you need help reconnecting. So the Holy Spirit adds freedom, adds peace, adds closeness, and like I said, so much more. Luke eleven thirteen, 13, Jesus says this, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? He wants to add to your life. He wants to make you abundantly free. He wants to help you be overflowing with peace. He wants you to feel close to him. And so today we're going to take some time to respond to these truths. We kind of intentionally uh, shortened the first part of the service so we could have a little time at the end. So I want to encourage you, uh, try not to run out right away. We're just going to take some time to respond, and, and I hope I prepared you to respond today uh, by having you think as you walked through today what particular thing you want to ask the Holy Spirit for. So if you raise your hand for freedom, that's what I want you to pray for. If you raise your hand for peace, if you raise your hand for, uh, for closeness, maybe it's something else completely if you need to make that commitment to Jesus through salvation, that, that also is very important. Maybe it's something totally different. Like I said, this was not an exhaustive list, but the prayer team, as always, is on, on the right and on the left. They're they're in those prayer corners. And, and otherwise, I just want to have this kind of, exp- this moment, I want to create space, create space for the, the, the God who makes the way <laughs> to come through and do the work that only he can do. And so we're gonna uh, sing this song today. We're gonna worship And I want you to um, make a tangible step, whether that means praying with someone down here, praying with someone next to you, coming to the altar, maybe that's standing or sitting or kneeling. And would you ask the Holy Spirit to add to your life? Would you ask him to add more freedom, more peace, more closeness? And then would you be ready to receive what only God can do, what only God can add? So would you stand? I'm gonna pray and then we'll just kind of go into this ministry time. And then I'll, I'll dismiss us in just a few minutes. If you're comfortable, would you put your hands out like this, kind of in a receiving way? Holy Spirit, we want more of you. We know you add to us. God, we know that you can help us with everything that we need and you can add things in our life that we never had before. So I pray today as we just press into your presence, as we acknowledge your goodness, as we understand more of how you work, that today we could leave here with something we didn't bring in, that each of us could leave here with something we didn't bring in. And God, we would wait in your presence until that happened. So Lord, we trust you today. We know that you give freely, and you know how to give good gifts. And we ask for more of who you are in the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Spirit, but earlier today, uh, uh, two people had words of knowledge. A word of knowledge is uh, that God tells us that he wants to meet someone, pray for them, and they need to experience healing, okay? Like basically like God reads your mail and he tells someone else so that you can understand and have the faith that God wants to meet you. And so earlier today, Uh, Pastor Andy said to me, uh, God told me there's someone here with a knee problem and someone with sciatica that has been suffering and God wants to meet you and heal you today. And if that's you and you want prayer for that, I want you to come over here to this prayer table and get prayer uh, on this side. And then uh, Tom just said to me, God sees somebody with a left ventricle heart problem, specifically, And God wants to to heal you of that left ventricle heart problem. And if that's you, I want you to come on this side uh, and pray over here with uh, these folks. And so if that's a word of knowledge for you, God sees you and God wants to meet you in this moment. And so let's just continue to ask God for what he uh, can give to us. If you need to slip out, I understand, no problem. You can uh, grab your kids and have a great afternoon, but I don't want you to miss the moment today. Uh, We're going to stay here for a little bit longer. And so I just want you to take something with you you didn't bring in, all right? Take something with you you didn't bring in from the Holy Spirit himself. But if you need to go, have a great week. We'll see you next week as we keep talking about the Holy Spirit. And let's just keep pressing into the Lord today.
2: We're going to say we give our all to Jesus. the Spirit of the Lord is.
0: Thank you for listening to the Erie First podcast. We'd love it if you'd give us a rating and a review on your podcast app, and please subscribe so you never miss a message. You can follow Erie First on Facebook or Instagram, or visit eriefirst.org for all our latest news, announcements, and information. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time.